All right, welcome back everybody to Altcoin Daily. My name is Aaron. Of course, the reason you subscribe to this channel is because every single day of the week, we bring you videos like this, break things down, make it easy to understand. Now, in today's video, I'm going to be listing off a series of on-chain and off-chain metrics that present a bullish future for Bitcoin. Bitcoin cryptocurrency is this wonderful asset class where everything is on chain and we can see Bitcoin changing hands in real time and kind of see these patterns that suggest bullish or bearish futures. And right now, although it's difficult to express high confidence about a Bitcoin break in either direction in the short term, here are some long-term metrics to be optimistic about. So once again, Bitcoin has been around $10,000 at different times for over a year now. It's normal now to think of a $10,000 Bitcoin price point. That is a big psychological factor. And with everything else that I'm about to share with you, Bitcoin is not going to be around $10,000 for long. Now, in the short term, could it fall down to $9,000? Of course. Could it fall down to $8,000? Yes. And you'd be so lucky because of these reasons. Let's start off with on-chain. Bitcoin's transaction volume and fees are both up. That means Bitcoin's network is getting used. This one's a big one. The number of Bitcoin active addresses is now over 1 million. This is the highest level seen since January of 2018. So we have more Bitcoin active addresses today than the cycle top of the last cycle. Bitcoin's hash rate posting new all-time highs almost every day, almost every week at least. On-chain data continued. This is a certain metric. It's called the SOPR. It's the spent output to profit ratio. Making a recross over one typically bounces from here in bull markets. That's bullish. Whales, addresses with over 1,000 Bitcoin, and guppies, addresses with over one Bitcoin, are both racing to stack sats both posting new all-time highs almost every single week. To continue with the on-chain data, NVT ratio is around 80. That's still within fair, comfortable bounds and has room to run. Now let's talk about TA. Let's talk about price action. Critically, price is still holding the $10,000 psychological level and remains within bullish territories of Meyer bands. For now, that is. And to to put a pinpoint in this price action, the daily 128 moving average and weekly 20 estimated moving average were wicked and are still holding at the moment. They both represent critical support levels in the bull market. So while nobody knows what's going to happen in the short term, long term, this is exactly what we would think we would be seeing. And to go further with this, let's jump over to Willy Woo with a macro update. Another impulse of coins is changing hands has completed. The next directional move over the coming weeks is likely upwards. It is very unlikely that we'll see any kind of catastrophic dump in price from here. And if we take a look at this metric, we can see that every time we get a green dot, price either stays the same or trends up. Every time we get a red dot, price either stays the same or trends down. And we have a green dot, and that means price is likely to go up, or at least we won't see a dump. Now, he says, I'm still cautious of another short-term dump to fill the gap, but so far, it's looking like it's been front-run for liquidity, which is strongly bullish if we break resistance here. 
there's a lot of bids in the spot order books wanting to snap up the gap in the mid to high 9,000s. Zooming out to the mid macro months ahead, we're in a really nice zone of difficulty ribbon compression. Post happening red verticals, this is quite a reliable indicator of bullishness. And moving to a full macro picture, here's RVT ratio. Very generally, you can think of this as a PE ratio for Bitcoin, a better version of my older NVT ratio. Let's not get bogged down. The point is, obviously, we have a lot of room for growth in this cycle. The fact is, Bitcoin is looking bullish. In my opinion, it's almost a sure thing at this point. All we need is time. And I clarified this. What I'm talking about for time is I'm talking about a huge price increase. The fact is, Bitcoin is working as intended today. Bitcoin is a censorship-resistant, undebasable, immutable money network with no single point of failure. It's working right now. But that's why all we need is time for you know Bitcoin 100K and beyond. Let's get to some recent news. I hope I didn't bog you down too much on-chain and off-chain data. Guys, if you're getting value in this video, give it a like. This is also a perfect video to send to a skeptical friend or to post on social media. I'll tell you why. Yesterday, MicroStrategy told the SEC on Monday, yesterday, it may increase its Bitcoin holdings beyond the 250 million haul purchased in August. So we know that MicroStrategy went on record. This is a big publicly traded company saying we're putting some of our reserves in Bitcoin and they had to disclose this. Well, today, MicroStrategy makes good on its promise to buy another 17,000 Bitcoin. This is something a lot of different companies, a lot of different individuals and entities will do if they're not already doing this. Let's find out the details. Now we're at a race. MicroStrategies is competing with Grayscale in a Bitcoin acquisition race, according to Barry Silbert. MicroStrategy acquired 16,000 more Bitcoins for 175 million, adding to its previous purchase of 21,000 Bitcoin. Now it owns 38,000 Bitcoin, according to the latest disclosure of the United States Securities and Exchange Commission. This occurred on the same day that its board of directors made Bitcoin its primary treasury reserve asset. It has also indicated that the company could add to its Bitcoin reserves in the near future. Now, Grayscale founder Barry Silbert reacted to the news with a tweet of his own, commenting on the race between the two companies in acquiring Bitcoin. Apparently, there's some kind of Bitcoin buying race between them and us. Game on. Eagle-eyed observers on Twitter noted that MicroStrategy appeared to have been dollar cost averaging and has an average price paid for Bitcoin, about $11,000, $11, basically. So if you got Bitcoin, Less than $11,000, if that's your average price you paid for your Bitcoin, you're doing better than MicroStrategies. Probably has more Bitcoin than any of us. However, Grayscale's Bitcoin trust is far ahead in the game as it currently holds over 400,000 Bitcoin. MicroStrategy, you got some catching up to do. And perhaps this is even more significant. I want, you to re I want to remind you that the same CEO of this same company back in 2013 put out a tweet saying, Bitcoin's days are numbered. It seems like just a matter of time before it suffers the same fate as online gambling. Well, sooner or later, they all eventually figure it out. And, you know, that's why us, you, me, we're all bullish on Bitcoin. Final piece of news for the day. 
Apple forces Coinbase to change its crypto product. And the CEO, Brian Armstrong, has been taking to Twitter complaining about this censorship. Brian Armstrong, who is the CEO of Coinbase, alleges that Apple is stifling innovation in crypto and Apple is sidelining DeFi to protect itself from competition. The CEO alleges that other cryptocurrency firms are reluctant to speak out on these topics for fear of retaliation, but that he feels the need to speak out as Coinbase has exhausted regular channels for dialogue with Apple and has reached a dead end. Now, according to Armstrong, Apple has told Coinbase that it is prohibited from adding two specific functionalities to its iOS apps, the ability to earn money using crypto and access to decentralized finance apps. The CEO claims that these restrictions are specific to cryptocurrency users, stating, why would Apple want to prevent people from earning money during a recession? They seem to not be okay with it if it uses cryptocurrency. Now, it is an interesting story. I don't think it is as big of censorship deal as Brian Armstrong is making it out to be because I read this insight from a uh, one particular Reddit commenter. This has been posted four times, so let me repeat this. This is Brian Armstrong, in his opinion, being an idiot and not understanding why Apple is declining their app. It's really simple. Apple doesn't want apps that are just a shell and load a website, any website, not just DeFi websites. You can use the browser to do that on the iOS device already. This is why they make them change things. There are dozens of apps in the App Store that allow crypto earning. Crypto.com, BlockFi, Nexo, Swipe, to name just four. It has absolutely nothing to do with cryptocurrency. It is purely to do with apps having to be apps and not just an app shell that loads a web user interface of an existing. And that is it today, my friends. Provided you with some Bitcoin metrics and some Bitcoin news and some general cryptocurrency news. I hope you got value in this video. If you did, please subscribe. We come at you every single day. You know, this is a learning process. Holding Bitcoin, being a Bitcoin investor is a long-term game. Investing and trading cryptocurrencies is a short-term game to a cycle game. You know, there's a lot of money to be made in crypto. I think we are early and stuff like this kind of proves my point. So it feels pretty good to be a Bitcoin holder. It feels pretty good to be in cryptocurrency at this point in time. I'll see you guys tomorrow.